Welcome to Dungeons and Designers, a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals. I'm your DM, Will Churn. Let's get rolling. Hey guys, how are you guys all doing? We are back playing D&D again, even through these hard times, and I wanted to start out this session with a little opening statement that we wrote. Um, even though I'm reading it, it's going to be coming from the four of us. Uh, we didn't want to just record this podcast without mentioning something because I think every voice matters and we should all be speaking about what we've seen. Um, so Dungeons and Dragons is a weird game in which we get to escape reality for a moment and experience a world unlike our own. But that has never been my intention with our campaign. As many of you may know from listening to our past episode that racism and race-based aggression has been a topic we bring up over and over again. This is because much of our campaign has been taking historic moments of when I believe humanity has been at its darkest. One example of this was early in our series when we saw a train packed with goblins being taken from the farm village. This was representative of when the Nazis packed many thousands of Jews into trains, ripping them from their homes. I don't bring this up to simply be dark, but I intend our campaign to not only entertain, but to also educate and teach people to have empathy for those unlike themselves. Now more than ever, we can see our country being ripped apart because of evil acts being done to African-Americans. We are all ashamed of what those cops did by murdering George Floyd and all that has followed. The attacks on the protesters, the racists in our nation using this as a moment to attack humans who are not white, and of course our country's systems that continuously put the marginalized at a disadvantage. In this episode, like past episodes, we may come to moments that illustrate evil acts of humanity, and we want to take this moment to warn you that if you're experiencing trauma, perhaps you should wait to listen to our podcast. I also want to assure you that when we depict inhuman acts, we are attempting to show what we believe to be some of the worst acts in all history, and to show how we have survived, how we have overcome, and how we still have so far to go. I have no words of comfort for what's currently going on, but we all want to offer our deepest apologies and remorse to those who are suffering. And I pray that we learn to do better as both individuals and as a nation. Um, so with that, uh, I definitely want to offer our apologies and then we're going to play some D&D together. So in the last episode, we introduced a new character uh, with Zach playing because his goblin is currently trapped in the box of many things um rip <laughs> zach's new character's name is bean right or ben yep. bean yep bean was introduced by coming in flying in on the backs of griffins with um his friend or who he thought was his friend um i can't remember what taylor's <laughs> character's name was but beardicus beardicus <laughs> um as they came in Zach now playing a fear bog instead of a goblin. They helped you guys kill a hill giant. And then after kind of clearing out the hill giant and the other enemies, um, Taylor's character turned on you and was actually shape-shifting. Where we're going to pick up this new episode is you guys are now traveling past the bridge into the desert towards the labyrinth um, that was marked on the map. You guys have a horse, like a small horse carrying all your goods. You have a cart. Um, one thing I want you guys to add, in addition to like your individual gold, we're going to add um, 10,000 gold to the cart. And this is going to represent like all of the money you would have earned that we never mentioned from everything you've done. So instead of like looting all the past things or people paying you for the stuff you helped them with, we're just going to add like a chunk. Because when I was reading, like you guys all being level five and six, your equipment all tracks with where you should be. 
uh, but y'all broke. <laughs> so we're going to try to repair that a little bit by just saying there's a bag of gold on your cart. So with that, your cart starts rolling slowly into the desert. You get off the bridge that was made of stone. Your wheels start hitting the sand. Things are slow and hard. Um, I would assume Azhag is the most uncomfortable he's ever been because there are there's no life other than you know maybe small bushes along the ground, and you're just kind of tearing through under the hot sun. Um, <clears throat> well, that is partially true. Um, since we leveled up, I actually took uh, Grassland as another one of my uh, favorite terrain types. Oh, so what's I Grassland do? Oh, it's just uh, in that environment, which is where we are. The I, desert? Uh, didn't you say we were in nope. the hills? Nope. You are past the hills, oh. over the bridge, in the desert. <laughs> no! <All right. laughs> I'm extremely go, upset. Extremely when we go back, we'll be very comfortable. Yeah, when we... <laughs> you guys are all right. currently all hotter than you've ever been. Um, you're used to this altitude of the mountains that the forge was in. And then even like when you got into the grassy plains and the trees, like it's kind of a tempered you know, biome. But crossing over the bridge and crossing over that last strip of water, you are now entering the most like hot and arid location you've ever been. Yeah, I'm like very visibly sweating because I refuse to take off my black cloak. (laughs) Comfort blanket. (laughs) And I would say even more than the heat, what might be the most uncomfortable for your group is the fact that this fear bog who you guys have just been introduced has like joined you in this mission of trying to destroy the torch blade. And I'm just walking next to the cart, just leaning hard on the staff, just looking ahead as we keep walking. Yeah, because how big is this cart? It doesn't fit everybody. I mean, I think it could, but because okay. there's only one horse, and the fear bog is a fairly big creature. Okay, um, this poor horse. <laughs> it got it. <laughs> right. Like, they gave you this horse thinking, okay, three little goblins. Um, yeah. That might not be as good for the fear bog. And even in the sand, like, as this horse that was made for or been raised in grass, like, it's going to be moving much slower than it was and trying to drag this cart through the the sand, I think the fear ball can easily keep up. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anything you guys want to do as you're going through this kind of sandy, arid area? It's going to be a, easily a multi-day journey. So you'll occasionally like at night be kind of locking down, trying to keep warm because that's how the desert works. Like this, the heat just escapes the sand. Yeah. I'm going to ask, um, you know, that we've kind of had time, seen uh after the battle i'll ask uh, bean kind of what's his uh his origin like where did he come from because all we know he fell out of the sky right <laughs> so. like a badass yeah <laughs> all right strange shadow creature <laughs> i am from whitehall and he kind of stands up a little tighter and doesn't make eye contact just keeps looking straight ahead and back to the ground and then straight ahead again and just uh i was I've heard just tales of what the Torchblade has been doing to to your people, to the Pooksie, and to the nature, to the nature, to the woods, <laughs> just all manner of creatures up here. And I was called and felt like we should come and try to help protect everything. I did not know. Beardicus, I brought with me to help. I did not know that he would 
try to do something like he did. But that's where I've come from. Where where have you been? So I've heard great stories of your adventures and what brought you to this part of the planet, to the globe. But tell me more about yourselves, Yolo, Yo-Yo, and I know it's not the Shadow. What's the real name? Azhag. Azhag. How do you with two S's? As Ashat? Is that? Yeah, it's close enough. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was like slowly was Yola. I'm going to murder this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, you know, he's he's got the tone. He's not trying to make fun. He's he really wants to connect and is just trying to ask questions, lead you out. Like what what happened to the third one? I I know there was a, a third person, Phoenix, Fennec Fox. Something what was. What Fennec. happened to him? What happened? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, she's just kind of staring into space, messing with her rapier that has a music box in it, trying to process what happened herself because it all happened really quick. The torch but... blade? Did the torch blade get him? Yeah, yeah he kind of just... got himself. It's yeah confusing. <laughs> We're still not sure. <laughs> what have you... A... There's a bit of a, a, a magical um, mm. issue there, and Yola and I, he was kind of the magic guy, so we don't really know what's going on. Okay. We like to take the back seat, and he was the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. I uh, I like both of you. I didn't expect such a dark answer. The sacrifice. That, that would uh, come with some sort of pre-arrangement on both of your parts. Surely you didn't have anything to do with it, right? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> well, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> apathy. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we had too little to do with it. I too don't. Know. <laughs> it's trying times with the torch blade right now. It's uh, I can understand sometimes you you're just doing what you feel the next right thing, just trying to make those steps, figure out what's going on. I understand, but um. Yeah, no, we. I came from Whitehall. That's that's about it. One of the soldiers from Whitehall, and he starts slows down a little bit. How are things down there for your people? Um, so far we've been doing great. Thanks for asking. We were just trying to come help people that we could uh, get into. We definitely have not been struggling with our own apathy or anything. It's just. We've been doing great, thank you. Isn't this weather nice? No clouds, no rain. This is great. I turn to Yola and whisper again. I think he's. Uh, I think he's trying to glance uh, glance away from this question. I think he should push harder. Push harder. <laughs> okay. I just felt guilty. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still recovering from Phoenix's death. <laughs> um. So, did you grow up in Whitehall as well? time as a teenager once you begin training that's basically all you have it's been my entire life since then how have go on go on ass hack (laughs) elbow you oh just interesting interesting uh how did you get to know this beardicus guy because he seemed uh not so great you could say we trained in separate groups. I hadn't met him until 
not long before we left to come here and help fight the Torchblade. I wish I had known him longer or asked more questions and found out more about him, but there really wasn't time. We just needed to get on our griffins and get up here. I heard mm-hmm. it's been getting much rougher. They've been taking over towns. And their powers seem to be growing stronger. Yes, and please know that this isn't an interrogation, but we oh, do no. have very good reason to cross-examine you. No, please, ask away. Ask questions. I've, but she I've wouldn't say cross-examine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, certainly. I mean, you're... Your friend, your compatriot, has succumbed to magic that you don't understand and apparently is in some box of things, some kind of box. That's terrible. Please ask questions. We were both just attacked by a giant tiger. Yeah, you have to understand that from our perspective, someone comes and says he has good intentions, but we don't know. And then his friend turns on both of us or all of us. Absolutely. And We're sorry at- for my response after, after we defeated him. I, I was harsh. I yelled. I should not have done those things. You were just trying to ask questions and I'm, I'm sorry for how I acted. I was as frustrated as you. I promise. We're at about a 50, 50 for good versus bad tall people at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he just smiles and just, <laughs> okay. How like, are you? Uh, uh, As Hag, like, kind of like over by his side, just like flips a coin real quick, and he's just like, mm, "Okay, give <laughs> <laughs> him a chance." <laughs> How are you holding up? I know that you, um, you were really taken aback. You had no idea that was going to happen either, and you grew up together. Oh well, growing up together might have been a little bit of a stretch. We were definitely co-workers. Okay. I think is a fair way to put it. And thank you for asking. I uh, think I'm doing okay. I never wanted that to happen, especially in front of you two. I truly wanted to help the three of you, and I did not know. Um, he reaches into his pockets and pulls out the hit list that he found on Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. And hands it to you two. Do you recognize any other names on this list? Then I'll give it to Will. I don't know if they would or. I'm gonna. Like, uh, <clears throat> you want to let them roll or anything? No, yeah. there, there's no names that you Inside guys would specifically anything? understand. Um, you can tell that the like the the names are of like the Goblin Nation. Like you can tell kind of that they're the spellings and like the way they sound. They're probably goblins, but it's no names that you would specifically know other than yours and Fenix. Huh. Yeah, and as you guys look at that list, your your cart goes over the dunes, up and down, through the sun sets, sun rises, and you, you kind of know the direction, but because there's no landmarks out here, you can't know for sure if you're headed in the right spot. And after three or four days, your food rations go down. You guys start relying on Azhag's good berries just to try to keep nourished. Um, your water supplies start lowering. Um, and I think... You, you quickly start realizing that you did not prepare for a trip through a desert, that you guys had easily gone through the mountains and plains, and you were finding villages and towns that you could eat at, but these like prolonged times through the desert are taking the toll. Mm-hmm. And as you go over a dune, maybe on the fourth or fifth day, you see far off a little a kind of bundle of tents surrounded an oasis. 
Do you guys want to head there or keep heading towards the labyrinth? Uh, Maybe. Uh, I feel like, what do you think about just keeping our distance from them and then nightfall we'll get some water and see who we can meet, get provisions. And kill something. Hold on, Will. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's been, no, it's, a, it's been a long time in the desert. I haven't <laughs> shot my my crossbow in quite a while. <laughs> Um, uh, the, the, the Scopey goggle thing, correct? Yeah, I have some of those. You, Let's you check have, it out. You have that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what do they do? Isn't the Me? Eagle eye thing? Yeah. The, um, you can see at a distance. Let Perfect. me check it out. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what I gave you guys. The eyes of the eagle. Let see. Let's see. I have advantage on... Wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. But last time, I think it was like, okay, so um, you have clear visibility and you can make out details of even extremely distant creatures and objects as small as two feet across. Perfect. So I put them on and I just want to scope it out. Yeah. And as you look through, you can tell that the tents look like they could easily be packaged up and that these are probably a nomad people traveling through the desert. Um, the tents all have walls that keep the sand from blowing in. There's, um, in addition to the tents, there's four major tents that are much larger than the rest. Um, and then on one side of this oasis, there's carts. And between the carts, you see a, a wingless dragon, which you guys know as a drake. Is it, what do you see? I mean, is it in distress? No, the, you can tell that the, the drake is probably just used to pull some of the larger carts. And they're typically, we know them to be friendly? Or what's their relationship? You don't know much about them. You guys definitely okay. don't trust, the goblins don't trust dragons at all. Um, yeah. But you no can people or humanoids of any sort? Yeah, there's um, definitely humans walking around as if just living. There's a little, maybe a marketplace you can see. There are camels that are tied to posts. That um, are near the oasis, the watering hole. Do we see any uh, like torch blade insignia on anything? No, not at all. Okay. Um, or like you, the color red. No, and you well, you you, <laughs> probably, you would get the feeling that they don't have ties with many people. Like these okay. are very nomadic travelers that don't tie to a certain city. I imagine we're like on a dune, so mm -hmm. like we're not like okay. So I would I would agree with uh, Yola. I, I think that we should just stay here and wait for the night in the darkness. Unless, of course, Bean wants to check it out for us, but I don't feel comfortable going. Another so. sacrifice, Yola. Yeah, <laughs> he's a tall person. How many of Zach's characters can we sacrifice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How far away are we from the oasis? Uh, oh, at sorry. least 600, 800 feet, like multiple football okay. fields away. Hmm. And we're in the desert, so the ground is not fertile and friendly to no. plants. If no. we're going to hang here, I'm going to get under the cart for shade. Unless Bean wants to do something else. No, I, I think we should definitely wait until nighttime. <clears throat> right. at, least, at least the evening, so you two feel more comfortable. I would hate for the shadow to be at a disadvantage also. <laughs> Very good point. We'll have to do something to appear friendly if we run into anyone. 
in the darkness. Or, or maybe the two of you we, can stand on the horse and we'll put a cloak or a trench coat on you and you could pretend to be one of them. I do have disguise self this time prepared. Yeah, that definitely did work once. I don't know about that again. No, I think you'll be okay. Let's wait till evening. One trick pony. Not when they're yeah. asleep, but let's wait till the sun goes down a little and or I sneak into one of their tents, hold them by knife, and and you okay. know, get them to be silent. And then if they move, I shoot them. Or we could sing them a song. I'm not much voice. of a singer. Yeah, I'll play <laughs> some spoons, do some street art. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I guess we've decided. Bean just plops down next to the cart. the cart. Yeah, and as you guys wait. Um, the full day passes, the night sets, the ground becomes cooler. I would think all your hunger is getting kind of worse as time goes on and your your thirst. Yes? Oh, uh, yes. Goodberries satisfy for a whole day. So. Oh. So then yeah. you're just thirsty, but you're very full. So full. Um, and as you guys look kind of over the dune, you can see torches lit around. Um, and there's still life. No one seems to have gone to bed yet. I guess, uh, uh, oh, you can do your, um, Yola, you can, you can do your chatty thing, right? I still have my, uh, my message horn. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, horn one of those guys up? Let's get, let's find a dune that's kind of close by. And then is, is there anyone who like, I can see with my goggles that looks innocent or like, Getting like a just a chill vibe off. Yeah, of <laughs> that I can talk to. Most a of them are vibe. have their faces covered, um, and they're wearing kind of these long, indescript robes. Um, and yeah, I don't think from far out, even with your goggles, that you could see. It just kind of looks like uh, a mass of people just trying to keep busy and preparing maybe to move again. Okay. Um. Here's what I think we should do. We should offer to help them play a little a bean move, and we'll get in there. Them with? I what's don't know. The, whatever they what's need. What's the Drake doing? The Drake is just like morning. laying in the sand. Um, uh, I have talked to animals too. I can talk to him. <laughs> the Drake. Not from eight hundred feet, probably. Let's see. Well, we move, we're moving closer to a closer dune, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, I have to be right the next to the closest we can get to the camp without showing ourselves. Well, I'm obviously invisible. Yeah, but. it's definitely it'd be much harder for them to see you. I think you'd be more worried about them hearing you as you bring this horse through. Mm. Okay. Well, so how? Well, let's park the horse. <laughs> all right, all right, you two. That dune right there. You see it? Mm-hmm. You two go behind there, and I'll head in, and we'll make sure it's okay. And if it is, I'll whistle. How's that? Okay. Do you want to bring any scary animals with Not you? Not yet. To protect? They're, they're very close. We'll if be I nice. whistle twice, get ready to attack. Okay. I. Uh, okay. I'm I can whistle right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to ready my, ready my crossbow. Okay. I'm good. I'm going to sit here cross legged. So, how far are they? behind that dune now. Let's say they're around 100 feet. Okay. I want to start moving towards... <laughs> um, okay, so if you've seen it, um, you guys enter, or the fear bulb enters, uh, and I made you a little pixel guy finally. 
Oh, thanks. So you enter in through this like southern area. Right in front of you, you can see the oasis. Now that you're close by, um, there's camels attached to many of the, the wagons and carts, but there's other camels attached to these kind of watering posts. Uh, the drake is over here to your right, and you see three large tents kind of wrapped around the oasis. Okay. And I'm coming in from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are those white things? These are tents. Oh. And then what, I can't read. What's that, What's five? They're camels. Oh, okay. I'm going to move around the front of four and leave the horse cart next to uh, that other horse cart. Okay, so you, you like kind of park your cart over here? Yeah. All right. And as you poke your head in... Hello? That was role-playing, you guys. Did you see how I did that? <laughs> So you see... You see a fairly heavy set man kind of run up to you and shake your hand. And he's like, hello, hello, can I help you? And you can look around and there's just items like he's a roving salesman. Oh, wonderful. Hail and well met, sir. And I just look around and goes, and like, I'm, I need food, water, shelter, maybe, uh, what? It's so great to see you. Water first, please. And he looks at you and goes, I've got no water here. Just items for your back, for your head, and for your hands. And he kind of points over to where the camels are drinking. He's yeah. like, you can get water there for free. And then he points to the, the left of the water and he goes, but our, our food market is in that tent. Oh, great. I'll head over there next. Um, may I peruse? Of course. start looking. At what he has. So as you start looking around, um, most of it looks like worn gear that they might have gotten off. Uh, people who have died in the desert or different areas they've been. It definitely doesn't look good, but there's like a couple tables that you can tell he like polishes and he keeps very mm -hmm. clean. So one of the tables is covered with um, dragon scale gear. And you can tell that like maybe he or someone he's known or maybe someone that he stole from killed this dragon and started creating items from it. So on on the table you see on a, a giant like rack is dragon scale mail, like an armor set. Um, you see an amulet that has a dragon's eye kind of within it being grasped by metal talons. And then there's um, gauntlets that are have the, the claws of a dragon off the fingers. And I go around, well, did they hear my whistle? Did you whistle? I did. I didn't even hear your whistle. It's a snip. I whistle. I whistle. 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 I thought whistle. you make a face. I thought you were... Okay. Right, whistle. I'll, uh, Seems I'll, a little I'll early. Scurry, to I'll scurry down. I don't care. I'm still bored. <laughs> and, <clears throat> so as you enter I, down, uh, let me grab your characters. Do you guys head to the tent he's at? No, well, I go get water so, first. Okay, you go straight to the water? Yeah. Like the oasis? Yeah, I just stick my head in it and just start drinking. <laughs> I think that's a fair reaction. I'm getting my invisible servant out to protect my back while I drink and letting it know to clap really loud if somebody comes near <laughs> that I don't like. <laughs> and I hear them just running. I'm imagining with the I can hear them with the armor and weapons kind of clinging. It's like, <laughs> like those are 
two friends of mine. You would hear Courtney's too. spoons. I'm yeah. silent like the darkness. So. <laughs> Everything about me jingles. Yeah, yeah, she's just like running. It's like there's all stuff on her, just making clanging noises. The, the only yeah, sign of Azhag might be like a sweat trail from beneath his cloak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just hear my teeth chattering because all the sweat has frozen, like got oh, really yeah. cold at night. <laughs> the first, uh, was it not pneumonia? What's the frostbite victim of the desert? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I get my drink and I'll uh, head into the same tent that. Okay, uh, you know what? Do you also Dean want to join? To. Yeah, I, I'd say this whole time I'm moving a lot slower than everybody else. I used to be more enthusiastic, and I'm not. I'm way skeptical at this point. Okay, and as you guys enter, the man goes, "Oh, more, more visitors!" And he's like, "Take a look around," and you can see like he's left the furball, and he's now paying attention to other people who might have money, like. He, he's definitely not ashamed to to sell hard. Um, mm. And he goes, you can see the stuff he's looking at. And he passes the furball who's with the dragon scale. And then he goes, but but take a look at this stuff. And you see like some cloaks, um, rings, another little box, um, some riding saddles, and um, a metal rod. Hmm. Turning yellow, I was like, ooh, shinies. And say, yeah. uh, why don't you go uh, yell a number at that box real quick? No. <laughs> Do I need to like, look out for you too? <laughs> um, dude, I will. Um, what's He's it like called? taking the armor off of the rack and like holding it up to himself and like looks at you too like what do you what do you think and as you do that he kind of runs up to you grabs it, he goes it fits it fits it fits and he puts it back on the rack mm-hmm. i so um uh, can tag. i arcana check stuff of course well would you want to arcana check or you could also just ask the salesman what he's got oh, i just assumed he didn't know what he was talking about <laughs> that's that's fair yeah. i say uh i guess i'll ask him first like, do you um is there anything beyond what my eyes see here i think he, he looks at you goes everything in the desert has a second side and he uh walks over to the rod and as he lifts it in the air he like clicks a button on the end and just lets go and it just locked in 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 the sky or in the air and then he, he like pushes against it and he's like won't go anywhere and he clicks it again and puts it on the table that seems pointless and he looks at you just like offended he's like useless to who um obviously me (laughs) and he goes ah then what about this and he brings over an animal and in the animal the ring there are engravings of animals in it so he brings you this like little ring and he's like with this you'll be the friend of any beast not looking for friends. <laughs> like, are you looking for furniture for your yeah. new place? And he, yeah. he takes the ring and puts it down. <laughs> and then he goes, what about, what about this? And he takes out a cloak and um, hanging from the bottom of the cloak are these little claws. And on the top of the cloak, there's red eyes. And he goes, the cloak of the bat. Maybe, maybe you want to replace that dirty, dingy cloak you're wearing that's covered in and sweat and grime. What color is the cloak? Black. Oh, I uh, <laughs> I uh, turned to Yola. I was like, "Do you see what I see?" 
I can become the knight. Yeah, like, I am the knight, Yola. Stop. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How 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 much how much for that? Uh, you know, that's that cloak over there. And he looks at you. Looks at the cloak. Looks back at you. Five thousand gold. Hold on, though. It, I mean, it looks the same as what you're wearing. What's the difference? It's so black, though. How much for the... I kind of jump in front, in between the two of them. How much for the dragon scale armor? I'll give I'll give you that for another great deal. 5,000 gold. Seems like everything's 5,000 gold. I'll give you this ring for 4,000 gold. Take all yeah. three for 8,000. Mm, Bean, all, what all three money of what? does Bean have? Right, Is Bean aware of our gold stash in the cart? <laughs> yeah, but we go, we're not going to let him I mean, go. Maybe like some of it. I mean, he's been with you a long Seven enough. Seven and a half feet tall. I'm walking next to the <laughs> cart. I've seen the huge pile of gold. Yeah, 10,000 coins would be... Not something you I could turn to yell at. I'm like, I think Bean assumes the gold is also his. <laughs> <laughs> you have been guarding it for like, yeah, your like, precious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just like listen to Bean. I'm like, Dude, what's going on? Okay. And as he looks at you guys, looking interested, but maybe put off a little bit by the price, and he goes, "We also, we also buy. If you want to trade something in." Oh yeah. Did we ever? What was the other thing that we had? Everything from that chest. Which chest? Um, it was the, the dragon, the eggshells. No, we there was. The, we got the two birds telescope themed. thing. Got the telescope, the eye of the eagle. I don't remember what the other thing was. You're right, though. It was two bird themed. Um, I can huh. pull it up real quick. We didn't know what the other thing was, right? We had some. Guys it was a. It was a ring, I think, and I put it on. Oh. And nothing happened. Oh, it was the ring it of feather. Ring of feather fall. And I have it now. You guys, I don't mind. I'd like it. You guys do know what things are because one of you, I believe, has an item that can um, detect like magic items. I can't remember who has it. But I could give you the sword too, y'all. You did. I have the sword. Yeah. Do you want yeah, it? You're all magic item dubbed. I'm just saying. That's why I didn't ask or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> um,. I'll ask him uh, what what are the, what's in the other tents here. Um, so he kind of pulls back the cloth and he points across right straight across the oasis and goes over there. That's the food tent. And he points right next to him and he goes, "This guy sells things that have a heartbeat," and like winks at you like weird, weird. Mm -hmm. And then um, in between them, he points to that one. And he goes, "That one." That one's our leader. You might want to leave her alone. I want the ring and the rod. I forget what it's called. I want it. Chinese. You already have <laughs> three magic items. I got a taste and I want I more. I want the world. <laughs> they make noise. Wait, the ring Clicky. of animal friends? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yola would want to be the friends of anything. Yeah, if I could have, I would have taken that fern dog, and he would be here today. <laughs> I think uh, your prices are outrageous, and you're in the middle of the desert, which doesn't give you a lot of... Uh, Com competition. Yeah. But we can, uh, you know, we can go back to... 
any city, any time, and get much better deals. These prices are preposterous. And How he, many rupees he, do like, you looks, still have? he looks around and like almost mockingly puts his head outside, and he goes like, mm, "What villages or towns? <laughs> At what point is anything in here a necessity, sir?" When your, you your life your is cloak? on the line. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rubbing his the bridge of his nose, <laughs> just watching whatever form of shopping this is. And Turn as to Yola, I say this man's a fool. And as he hears that, he like pushes you out the door. He goes, "Come back, come back when you got some money." And you guys. Especially the goblins. I don't know. The furball could push back if he wanted. Um, are like kind of pushed back outside of the tent. Goodness. So we're going to have to give up all of our shinies for basically nothing. I mean, you can also go look around. Like I'm saying that to Yola. I'm not asking you. <laughs> but I, you would, me as Daniel use the word shinies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Role play. <laughs> Um, I guess we could check out that heartbeat tent. That sounds sketchy. Yeah, I'm kind of against just opening chests that aren't ours. So I'm not necessarily going to look for those. But yeah, let's go to that tent. Wait, there's chests that are what chests? Or like looting. I don't, never mind. You're not going to steal from them? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, unless we murder them all. So as you guys, <laughs> as you guys walk in, there's a much smaller man surrounded by cages with animals in them. Oh, that sounds cool. It's definitely, like, the cages are much smaller than you would assume they should be because he's trying to fit as much stuff in. At the back of the tent, there's kind of, like, a cloth wall that you might have more stuff back there, but um, what he's showing are these, like, multiple crates. And he goes, hey, hey, I've not seen you guys here. Uh Uh-huh. Are you guys looking to buy a pet, a guard, a friend? Who do you have here? Who are, who are these so, beings? He like walks past you and rattles a cage. And there's a small pseudo dragon, uh, brown like the, the sand, kind of shaking around. And as it like tries to huff at you, like just smoke comes out of its mouth. And then he goes over and like n- kind of puts his hand into a cage and pulls out this small rabbit that has a unicorn uh, horn coming from its forehead. Another one of the crates has just a small wooden chest in it that doesn't move it's just like a, a chest and then on another box uh there's a small imp whose wings have been cut sitting in a small stool and then the other two are just empty i uh whisper to y'all i'm like this guy's a dick i'm leaving and i just leave it dead but then i try to lock eyes with bean and ask do you have any kind of spells like I wish Fennec were here. I'm pretty sure Kinda. he had some spell to have, like, Jimmy the locks, and we could set all these animals free. What are the cages made of? Steel. Yeah. Okay. Is, does it uh, look like they have a keyhole? Oh, yeah. And the guy's got, like, a ring of keys. Oh, even better. When Bean notices Yola looking at him, he just kind of makes sad eyes and then goes back to the dragon and kind of ducks down and is starting to do one of the little, just wave his finger, and I'm going to cast uh, Speak with the Animals. Okay, and as you do, the salesman kind of gets down close next to you and he goes, I'll give you that one for only 300 gold. Um, so I, you know, I'm just like, oh, that's not bad. And then 
look at the dragon and be like, what do you think? <laughs> and the dragon just like looks real hopeful. <laughs> have, they, have they been mean to you in here? I does it does it speak back or can it just understand you? Um, I can't remember how speak with animals works. Verbally communicate. Okay, and uh, and it's pretty limited by their intelligence. Sure, but mm-hmm. it can at least give me information about like nearby. Yeah, locations. and the dragon goes. They haven't been cool, but I really want to get out of here. <laughs> what does the the shopkeeper do when he hears it? The sh- the shopkeeper only hears like the hisses of the dragon and you kind of like hissing back. Yeah. And the shopkeeper's like uh two fifty <laughs> And then it's like uh Venus says, um, how many more animal are there more or is it just like the four or five of you guys? And he goes uh, the dr- little dragon goes, There's there's one more. Are you talking about the the wingless Drake out there or no, no, we don't get to travel with him. He seemed all right. He wasn't that bad, was he? Well, just he, pulling stuff along. He can be mean. <laughs> sure, I understand. So, what's the other one? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't really know what it is. It's like another lizard, though. Okay, probably with the leader. Maybe that's um, the only thing that we haven't seen yet. There's a there's the tarp. Isn't there like a yeah, there, the there's like section a, a back section of this tent that has like a little kind of cloth door. Mm-hmm. So I was, all right, look, I'm going to say something really mean to this guy, and I don't mean to offend you, but just just roll with it, okay? <laughs> okay. I'd say it up and look at it, and I'm like, this this guy's worth, you know, it's he can barely fly, he can barely move, he can't even breathe fire. I'll give you a hundred gold. Just take him off your hands. One last thing for you to have to feed. All right, so roll a perception check. Uh, per, not a perception. What's that check? Uh, persuasion. persuasion. All right, what'd you get? 19 plus 120. Cool, that beats my three. And he goes, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give it to you 100, but when, why don't you take another one of these guys off my hands too? I look back at the guy because I'm like, which one should I take? Asking the dragon. And uh, the dragon looks over at the imp whose wings have been, like, visibly clipped. And he goes, maybe, maybe get him. Beans turns back to the shot. I'll take the, the one you cut the wings off. And he looks at you and he goes, that's one of our most intelligent creatures. I'll give it to you for 500. 300 for both of them. You'll have to try again. <laughs> that was a 15. Okay, that, that matched mine. And he goes, there's no way I can give you for 300. That's the price of the dragon alone. How about 500 for both? 400. All right, we'll do 450 if you if you really, really want. Okay. And I give him 450. I'll All right. So he opens up the, the imp's cage and tosses a rope around its neck and hands it to you. He goes, I'd be, I'd be careful with this one. <laughs> And he, as he chuckles to you and then opens up the, the dragon's cage and it, it wraps around his hand and he like lifts it and puts it on your shoulder. What does the imp do? I, I put him on the other shoulder. The imp kind of looks like, Dan, come and clutch for me. What's the little goblin from Harry Potter? Oh, Dobby. 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 Yeah, kind uh. of sulks around like Dobby. Okay. I cast, um, I, can he speak? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm like, hey... Nice, nice to meet you. I'm I'm Bean. 
And he goes, I have no name. Have you ever thought about wanting one? No. <laughs> I, I just want my wings back. <laughs> and you can see he's like very depressed. <laughs> and the, the salesman, as he hears you trying to talk to this, like, definitely the most intelligent creature in there. But like his intelligence just makes him depressed about his condition. Just being like very happy you took him. Uh, what a, did he cut him off? No, oh, I'm talking like a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and the the little imp goes, "No, the man before him did." Mm. All right, well, I will call you Will. How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Only if you want it. <laughs> I guess it's kind of ironic because I have no will. <laughs> Perfect. We'll do it. Look at the shop. So what what else do you have? That and he goes, I don't usually show people this, but because you've been such a good customer so far, he opens up the back and there's a giant lizard back there that has a saddle attached to his back. He goes, I got this riding lizard. It scurries through the desert quicker than anything. It has a mean bite. Is it tight? What is, what's its state right now? It's kind of just laying down in a big cage that's behind the behind the curtain I mean you're not you're not selling him too are you oh I am but it's a firm 600 gold great I hear that I'm gonna go get some water uh, get these two some water maybe some food real quick and maybe we'll be back we're not going anywhere till the morning anyway right no. I, I wouldn't the desert can be quite vicious thank you for that warning I appreciate that and uh, I'll see you in a little bit I turn around and Walk okay. back out to see where the goblins are. Is Yola also going to leave? Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. All the friends. So you have a small pseudo dragon and imp, and I think Azhag would see this for the first time. Yeah, mm -hmm. I reached out. I see, uh, you spent money on one, a dragon, and two, a depressed, depressed little thing. <laughs> I take the rope off of Will and set him on the ground between us. The, How tall is he? Is he our our size? No, he'd be about like half your size. He's like a foot and a half, two foot tall. Okay. So I look at the end, I'm like, you're kind of sorry looking. <laughs> and now that Zach owns them both, I'll let Zach role play the animals. Okay. And you'll, because you also control like what they do. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, now I have to figure out how to do a freaking ant voice. <laughs> Sure, I guess I look sad, but you're no better roses either. I would disagree. You do look better in the dark, though, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe you're not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Boy, imp can then, also speak, I believe it's abyssal. That makes Chat. sense. And it, it, okay. the imp, um, other than like maybe how you guys would imagine it, has kind of small goat legs and a scorpion tail. And its wings Obviously. have been, yeah, its wings have been cut off. Obviously, <laughs> it's like a oh, pseudopod abyssal. It, it has infernal, mm. so it's got like the one of the darkest languages of this planet or world. That's cool. You're gonna be buds. <laughs> um, I want to go to the leader's tent. Okay. Mm. So you're going to walk over to this tent right here? Yeah. Are you guys going to follow? Yeah, I'll Bean's go. going to get water. 
bean skin and water. Yeah. Boop. All right. And as you guys both enter, there's a long strip of carpet that leads to just like these giant pillows and they're all on propped up on a stage. There's like chests and benches all along the walls. And there's a woman sitting in the main section of the stage wrapped in like big blankets to the right. You'll see like a small slave girl with a vase of uh, water and who's kind of chained up to the stage as well. And as you enter the, the leader goes a guest, what brings you guys to our oasis? Does anybody really own anything? What makes it your oasis? This is the desert. And she chuckles and goes, we say that we own this oasis. And when we leave, we will give it back to the desert. Oh, satisfactory. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we're just uh, <laughs> got clomping through the desert and we saw your little, uh, you know, your little hangout session here. We wanted to get some water. Been hanging out with some of your uh, terrible, terrible members of your group. But that's besides the fact. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I think our members are. Yeah, they're pretty terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we don't... The, you wouldn't be the best kind to live in the desert in Rome, mm. but they're reliable and loyal. To you? To me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is there anything you can do about, say, the shopkeep getting me a better price on a really neat black cloak? And she kind of looks at you like, why would I want to give you a better deal? And then... Um, she like points to one of her chests. She goes, "These don't fill up with gold on their own." Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> so no. Ugh, man, you're all cheap. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I know like what uh, people they like group they're from or no, you... anything about them? Are they criminals? I mean, they could be. I would know. I would know stuff about criminals because I have a criminal background. <laughs> yeah, I would say like you would assume not all of this stuff has been kind of gained lawfully. Mm-hmm. That only people, only like the only nomadic people of this land would be those that can't find safety in a village or town. Interesting. And uh, what's with the slave over here? You guys do slave stuff around here? Just this one. This is my personal slave. She gets me the things I need and keeps kind of the town in order for me. Interesting. And that's not uh, a paid position. <laughs> she eats. Yola, the, she the just don't fill by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do I like sense? Can I do like a perception check to see if she's like feels uh, like not hyped about being a slave? Yeah, I don't even think you have to do a perception check. Like, you can tell that she's fed and that she's got liquids and water and she lives, like, that she isn't miserable about it, especially her being the position of, like, kind of the leader of this tent. But I don't think anyone would want to be, like, completely locked without options to leave. Interesting. All right, well, I'll say adieu to you and just kind of scurry on out of the tent. Yeah, and as you leave, she's like, behave out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially to you. Hey, uh, did Yola, did you come out? 
Yeah. And I turn to Yola. I'm like, this Attitude. place sucks. <laughs> Everybody is awful. Did it look like there are any um, openings to the back of that tent? I mean, it's like cloth. So theoretically, you could, like, lift it. We should kill everyone. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like while they're doing that, um, Bean had gotten his water and walked over to the food tent. Okay. So yes, let's you, continue. Yeah, as you guys go to this last major tent, um, there's just rows and rows of different foods, each with like little price tags on it. Um, inside, there's like skinny man like running around, like plating things and cleaning it up. And it, you can hear him yelling to the back where there's a cook working kind of behind the tent. Hi, how, how are you? And as you say that, he like, puts down his plates and he goes, ah, a new customer. And you can tell like as everyone else, he's as like kind of like that hard, pushy salesman. He goes, you look hungry. And he brings over like a plate full of dried meats on sticks. He goes, do you have any interest in these provisions? Oh, I'm so hungry. I'm so glad to find a place that doesn't have anything to do with the torch blade. It's been very nice. Yeah, and he has no idea who you're talking about. He's like, yeah, yeah, the torch blade. Yeah, glad we don't have to deal with them here. And then it picks up like a meat. And uh, he like points around and you can see like all these different things plated and separated. And the dried meats have um, 25 copper and the cactus juice section has 10 copper. Copper And there's like a big machine kind of filtering water down into glasses and there's 50 cents there. And then... There's a section of beetles roasted and kind of piled up and says 15 copper there. And then um, the last thing is like a jar of root tea and that's 10 copper. And he goes, uh, the price is, isn't just for a single, like that will feed you for a day. Hmm. Great. I hand him a piece of gold and just grab a bunch of beetles and cactus juice. Yeah, and he goes, don't even take it. And he gets a bag for you and fills the bag and then puts a couple small vials of the cactus juice and then hands it to you. And it's like multiple bags because what's 10 copper is like, you gave him like 100, 100 servings of that. Oh, wow. What's this root tea you got here? Is it tasty? Or what do roots even taste like? It's delicious. Can I try some? He gives you like a little tiny bit and you drink it and it it is good. Like they don't have um, plants with like many leaves out here. So like the Mm -hmm. teas have to be created through like different means. And it's got like an earthy taste, but it's better than like the water alone. It's like beets. Yeah. Some of those. Or what is it? Gallon jugs for the road. The, The 10 copper are like little cups. So if you want like a bunch, he can like put it into a bigger vessel for you. Let's do it. Okay. But what's the catch here? This is the nicest guy we've met so far. Yeah. He he laughs and he goes, we don't steal or anything. We we make our food. We make our drink. Hmm. That's a very uh, interesting thing you you don't steal. He just said. (laughs) he, He looks around at the other tents and he's like, I mean, they make their stuff too? And the, the guy in the back, you hear him just chuck it, like chuckling to himself, like, ha, and as he's like cooking, 
because they they both get it like not everyone here is above board and they're just like trying to make their way through life hmm. Hmm. the okay. looks at the the two goblins I'm sorry go ahead you were buying oh I'm I'm forming a mental hit list <laughs> <laughs> and he's not on it <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. Uh, <laughs> go on no I was just being are there tables inside of the food tent yeah in the center there there's a couple like areas you can kind of relax and eat so being sitting there and waves the two of them over he's just throwing food in his mouth bean or beetles I'm just eating my, my berries <laughs> and the, the guy looks at you and goes eh you didn't get that from here. <laughs> you want to try one? <laughs> no, and he, he's, he's like embarrassed. He's like, no, no, no. We'll stick with stick with what we got. <laughs> but being asked, so how how did the leader's tent go? What was that like? Pretty nondescript. She was fine. They had but a slave. Awful. Yeah, she was not very great. Seems like a a prideful group of people. Hmm. I think we should come back later in the night and free everybody. When it's more nightier than it is when, right now in the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more night because it's like the sun's setting. <laughs> mm. Um, so we have a couple of days till our next venture. So I guess we could spend more time here. Do you have a schedule, like a calendar you're planning? Yeah, like I have like a piece of paper with a drawing on it. <laughs> I'm uh, just you with spoons in the corner. and Yeah, it's unintelligible. Finnick, you've crossed out a couple times and drew bean next <laughs> In like tears. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds, let's, yes, let's do that. Um... We should uh, make a plan, maybe somebody a little bit more uh, diplomatic, go get us some good pricing on some items. Yola. Oh. Am I diplomatic? Okay. I don't, I don't know. Are you charismatic? <laughs> no. Well, I suppose. I have but... a 13 with plus one. I have plus my... zero to charisma. I have plus two. You are the most most charisma out of all of us, <laughs> but not as charismatic as like a normal. <laughs> you are a go- you're still goblins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do my um, best. So, what do we actually want from him? And just to remind you guys of like what was there, there were the three dragon items: the gauntlets, the amulet, the scale mail. Um, there's a cloak of the bat, a ring of animal what's friendship. The, what's the amulet? The dragon eye amulet. What's that? Oh, um, we a, don't know yet. Yeah, it's just okay. a gold amulet that has like the physical eye of a dragon locked inside. Ooh. Um, Before you get all the leaves, um, I'm I guess being an ass hacker, going to stay in the food tent, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, being reaches over and touches Yola's shoulder and casts uh, guidance, so to help with your attempt. <laughs> what does um, that do? You roll a d4 and add that to your ability check. Okay. I still um, be convinced. We're still so so. What else was there? 
uh, in addition to that friendship, ring of animal friendship, there was the small box, um, a special saddle that you saw the couple like stacked up, um, and that immovable rod. Immovable mm-hmm. rod. <laughs> I'm curious about that box. I'm going to go okay. uh, with Yola, but choose to be quiet this time. <laughs> Am I going to distract and you'll just <laughs> yeah. tinker around? <laughs> um, all right. Well, can you remind me the ring? If I already have the spell equipped, it's kind of like it acts as the spell, but in ring form for befriending Let me animals. Just pull it up real quick. I think so. It would yeah, allow you to be... do it instead. The ring has three charges. It regains 1d3 daily. While wearing it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Animal friendship, fear, or speak with animals. So instead of using a spell slot, it would just... Kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's just, yeah, not taking up a spell slot. Yeah. So that's good. But also over (laughs) over 5,000 gold or 4,000 gold. So what's our plan here? What do do we want to talk down to? You want the rod? Yeah, I'm sure. I want to get up places. I have feather fall, but I can't get up. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I need that dragon scale armor. Dragon scale armor. Oh, I thought he already got it. Okay. Wait, so the dragon scale armor, what was the other dragon stuff? The yeah, gauntlet. I, I am a, amulet. What's the gauntlet? Is that special anyway? Uh, yeah, it does. So you would wear it like a glove. So in addition to your other items. Where did my list go? The gauntlet is a simple weapon with the light and finesse properties that deals 2d4 magical slashing damage. So, like, in addition to, like, your normal attacks, you just get a 2d4 to choose from. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Um, but you wouldn't do it, like, you wouldn't attack with your sword and then add 2d4. It'd be like if you didn't want to attack with your weapon and you wanted to go in with a swing, instead of doing, uh, like, your normal unarmed, it'd be a 2d4. Okay. Yeah. That's not as overpowered. No, it's one of the cheapest items for a reason. All right. So we probably want the rod. We definitely want the cloak. And (laughs) then we got to get Bean his armor because I think he'll be with us for a little while. Yeah. Goodwill. Curious about that box, though. We can check uh, it out. Just the scale armor, the rod, and the cloak, you're at (laughs) 13,000. Well, we could sell one of your multitude of magical items. What do you not want? I don't mind giving up I don't know. my uh, my <laughs> necrotic sword. Yeah, didn't we find a reason that that wasn't like super great? Because you have to roll a twenty. Oh, for yeah, it yeah. to do it, anything. and then you get the life gained as temporary hit points. So if you crit, yeah. in addition to doing all the extra damage, you gain life. But this is super like sometimes. I think oh yeah, like it. Think It'd be like be once every few sessions. They could use the rod a lot more. We could switch this out for your cloak, even like a even trade. We'll see what he what he wants, and then we'll we'll deal after we figure out what that box is. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Uh, or are we already? So you guys, I have no idea. I just put your, I put your icons there, but okay. <laughs> so what's so the box? You guys enter, and he goes, "Welcome back." Did you decide that you've got some money? What's the box? <laughs> Turn to Yola like, I'm sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and surprised by a forwardness, he like reaches over and he grabs a box and it looks very similar to the box of many things. And he shakes it. And then he goes, this, this is a deck of illusions. Oh. 
And he goes, that? you you pull out a card and it will appear, the, the, the creature or thing will appear that's on the card. It like won't, holding you back. It won't have, it doesn't have any physical traits. It's just an illusion. So like if you pull the dragon, it can't attack, but people will believe it's real. Hmm. I think we've had yeah. enough of decks and yeah. boxes. And he goes, I mean, do you guys have another deck? Oh, do we still have that? Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nothing to oh, see here. Okay, so what about... that. <laughs> Wait, why don't we sell do that? Do you want to? Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, I'm You're not going to let that. me use it ever again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this story boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. We have yes. some things we want to sell in addition okay. then. And he brings out um, this monocle and he goes, puts it in his eyes, like, let's get dealing. Okay. And he waits for you to show him like, what, ima- what you I have. I just imagine uh, like Rick from uh, Pawn Stars or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow, is that priceless gold? I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, so we want to do some even exchanges here. What do you think about uh, this uh, sword that deals necrotic damage for that shiny black cloak over there? And he looks at it and he inspects it to see like what it actually does. Um, and you can tell like his monocle isn't just normal. He's not looking for imperfections in the items. He's looking for like what makes it unique. And he goes, that sounds close to fair. How about you add a thousand gold on top and we'll do that trade? I look at as I get like it. So I start to I'm like, we're trying to bundle here. Let's just do it in one shot. Okay, okay. Show him, <laughs> you, show him that deck before I pull another card. <laughs> How much of this do you want? Three for t- our two items? Or do you have anything to contribute to this bundle? Because he's going to gonna say it's not even. Yeah. Everything that I have gotten, which is all of the magical items that you have, I gave to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me take You guys do have second. money, too. Yeah. Like, each of you have, like, your little sums, and then you have, like, a little pool. But I'm thrifty. I'm not gonna... Yeah, yellow yeah, thrifty AF. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what... I had coppers before this. She got spoons. What are you showing him? What are you showing him to trade? That's what I'm trying to think through is like, okay, I'm putting the, I'm going to put the deck on the table last. I don't want Azhag to be tempted. So far I've got the, um, Swad. The Swad, yeah. And then I'm trying to think of a third item. I guess I could do. We don't have to do even trade for our items. We could do like two and some cash. Sure. Just so you don't have to get rid of all your stuff. So I put them both, like, let's get rid of this stuff. It's horrible. And, um, put it on the table and say, I'll give you two thousand plus these two items. Am I doing that too much? You think, Azhag? No, I think it's good. So you're, okay, good, you're doing your deck things. deck of many things. The mm-hmm. sort of life stealing. Well, actually, first off, we should see what he before we pull up the deck and say like, "What about this?" and see how much he wants for that. And he's how like, "How much does it sell for?" He's like, "Yeah, kind of, kind of like questioning. Like, how did you guys get this?" And he shakes it, and he's like, "How many times have you?" pulled cards from this <laughs> and he's like it's pretty much mint wondering how you're living like 
he knows like the deck of illusions is cool and it's unique and it does wonderful things, but like it can't kill you. And he knows what the deck of many things is. Cause there's a few of them that have been produced and he's like, as he's shaking it, he's like, how did you get your hands? And he shakes it again. And it's just like, why are you selling this? She won't let me use it. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like, I'll, I will give you 6,000 for this, this deck of many things, even with the cards that are missing. Okay. Do you want to do it or do you want to keep it? <laughs> uh, I feel like we. You got your castle. Do you, do you think there's more in here that you're willing to bet on? <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> castle Castle is definitely not the best. And the was it the void that he got sucked into is definitely not the worst. Yeah, I feel it's like it just as a meta thing. I feel like the deck itself could break the game a little bit if we keep using it. I'm still learning D and D a lot, but I have learned that when Will does this, <laughs> something crazy is going to happen. <laughs> if we do or do, I don't know. If yelling out do six. Do it. <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah. I was, thinking, I was so get... happy to because six was the first of the numbers you said there was like an 11 and a 12 that followed it because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, there's like some mm. of the cards in there would just make like make... it just say 6,000 mm. by the way while he was holding it <laughs> yeah I mean some of it could break it most of it's not too bad but like yeah like one of you some could of all of a sudden like, be like 10 does it have God. to be the only yeah. number you say or can it be in a sentence if you're holding it no <laughs> say no numbers yeah because the shopkeeper's holding it and just said that'll be I'll give you 6,000 for it like <laughs> no he, kill the shopkeeper <laughs> no there, there's definitely um, an intent of like I feel trying like it to would, use it it would be We're good in, in, a, in an emergency <laughs> situation but it could be worth keeping then. I don't want to make the story boring just because we're avoiding risk. It wasn't boring beforehand. It won't be boring after. It just won't be one crazy. And as, as he's looking at it and you guys keep going back and forth, and he's like, I didn't show you. I didn't show you one thing. Okay. And beneath, beneath the dragon kind of ornamented, like presented gear, he pulls out this ornate um, crossbow that's got the wings of a dragon that go over the bow and the the bolts go through the mouth of the dragon and he goes this this is how i got the dragon parts he goes it did have it did have it did have bolts of slaying that i ran out they broke on impact but i'll, I'll be willing to trade this alone for the deck of many things uh what's can i get like what it is the hand crossbow of dragon slaying dragons i looked that up before i already don't remember what it is i can read it off to you guys because you guys have that thing that can tell and he's trying to sell it hard um the cr hand crossbow of dragon slaying gives plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls when you hit a dragon with this weapon the dragon takes an extra 3d6 damage of the weapon's type for the purpose of this weapon dragon refers to any creature with a dragon type including dragon turtles and wyverns so really it's a plus one and if you you come up to Fight any kind dragons. of dragon, it could be could be cool. I like grab Yola, but I'm like I beat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we 
right. Uh, I tell you all I say we could do the the deck and the swad for the those four items. And he said that that before would be, and then we'll give him like I don't know, like four grand two, or two grand. Two grand. So you need to start with two grand. See where's that? So you're giving right. you're giving the deck of many things for the crossbow. That's just a one to one bundling. Right. And then what are the other things that you're giving? The sword. Right. Was there another object that you're going to give? No, I was trying to look through my old notes from my old sheet because I remember that I I thought I had taken a some kind of gem or jewel. You or guys something. had taken. Like a lot of stuff that was not on your sheets, yeah, like I don't teeth, eyes, feathers. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he's not gonna. Well, I was like, I, hey, what, yeah. guy, what items do you guys have so I can like start pricing out like in between? And you guys like mm-hmm. sent me all your equipment. I was like, I feel like we've got thirteen yeah, episodes of random had, stuff. Like I had like some, I thought some kind of ruby at some point. Yeah, maybe you sold it. I def we haven't been to a store. No, the since. ruby you did sell back like, at uh, mid ten. Oh, that, that was like the third ago, episode. Okay. That was a long time ago. All right, so you're trying to get the cloak of the bat. You're trying to get the movable rod. Yeah. Are you trying to get the dragon scale mail? Yes. Okay. And the crossbow? Yes. Yeah, that's like four. Did we just say four things? I will give it my ring. What's the ring? Was that one? The animal ring. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, because you you have the spells. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so let's see. And you see him like with an abacus doing all the math. And he goes, uh, three, uh, five, ten. Mm, <laughs> all right. And he goes, you'll have to add on another 6,000 gold. Well, I have, would you say we each individually have 750? You each had different amounts depending on the rolls I got for you. Uh, oh. Plus, I had some on my sheet. Do I, I that? got 750. Yeah, plus whatever you had. Right, so I have 900. Well, we have that trunk money. Mm-hmm. How much and have we used money. of that? You haven't used None any of it, really? Far. What about 4,500? Four, and he looks at it and he goes, all you're giving is a sword for... And he like piles onto the table. He's like, all of this stuff. <laughs> Persuade him, Yola. <laughs> but it can... No, <laughs> it's jingly. That's all the things she can say <laughs> about this. <laughs> uh, can I? Fair can point. I? I'll, uh, can I persuade check for five thousand from six to five? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, from forty five hundred to five thousand. No, that'd be going up, right? You're yeah, trying to go down. <laughs> I know, but it looks uh, to okay. him like. All right. Yeah. Give me. Give me your persuasion well, guess- check. Oh wait, no. Oh wait. yeah, we figured out Yola was gonna do that, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Let me get out these dice. And you get the one d four added to it. Right. Oh, that's also good while you're doing it. Mm. Okay then. So d twenty plus modifier for persuasion plus one d four. First rolls of the game are hard. Well, I gotta find a D four. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, I Do you want me to roll one for you? I have one here. No, I've got it. Eighteen. Okay. So whatever Eight, I say. Eighteen. He's like, all right. Uh, five thousand. Five thousand is a deal. 
I think we should mm. do it, and then I'll give us mm. money to get that. Thank you very much. Okay, here's your stuff. Then we take our stuff. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> then, we, then we scoot. So, yeah, yeah. You, you guys leave with the hand crossbow of dragon slaying for Azhag, cloak of the bat for Azhag, immovable rod for Yola, and the dragon scale mail for uh, Bean. Yes. The, the new friend that we've known for about a week that we are buying new armor for. Yeah. Oh, we're such, we're such good, good people, Yola. What, um, what color was the dragon scale? Like, shucks. Why isn't it coming up? If I were like walking away from uh, okay, ready? the tent, then he pulls a card One, two, and everything three, blows four, up. Four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. So every two goes down the list. So you That's got 18, so 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 silver. So the cold damage. Okay. All of a sudden, Bean is like never cold at night. <laughs> so the, the dragon scale armor of warm and toasty. All right, so yeah, we go back to Bean and give him his armor. Here you go, friend. Oh, great. Thanks, guys. In quotes. I don't and know I, yet. And I... Uh, and I whisper, oh, I guess uh, I'll say, yeah, do, do, what was, was in that uh, animal tent, by the way? Oh, Besides the these two lame guys, yeah. Will just, he looks at you and he's just stuffing beetles in his face, too. Um, it was a, it was a, uh, a riding lizard. It was huge. Had a saddle I, and everything. I, uh turn to Yola and I'm like, do we feel bad about this guy walking the whole time while we sit in the cart? Look, I can literally I can literally turn into that now that I've seen it. I'm fine. Oh, alright. But it would help you guys move faster and he was in a tiny cage as well as, the, you know, just like what these guys were looking at. And how much was that? 600. Uh, I think 600. How, what do we do about our horse? You ride along with us. Okay, I don't want to leave him here. Yeah, we'll kill him and eat him. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, with with uh with the like the new the we'll newfound the newfound bundling confidence of uh of Azhag <laughs> after that dealing that Yola did completely basically on her own, I like <laughs> run into the animal tent and I point at the lizard and I say five hundred. <laughs> and your role is. Please um, be like a three. <laughs> I need to find my die because I don't. I don't have my my one that I use all the time. Tragedy. This is gonna be a bad roll. I mean, oh. nineteen. <laughs> and he looks at you like frightened at first. He's like, "All right, five five hundred. Yeah, yeah. And he warns you. He's like, "The saddle's just like a normal saddle. If you want a better one, you have to go back to the store." What's a better Up, one? Upsell. And yeah, he's like, right. I don't know. I don't have it. And he pushes out this riding lizard. Then the riding lizard, let me bring up the picture so I can better explain it. And you guys can look it up on your own. Um, it's a giant greenish with scales. And it's got like a crocodile spikes down its back. And its body is as, its neck is as thick as its body and goes up to like this very wide mouth. Uh, this saddle is attached to the harness that goes around its mouth to control it much like a horse. It's extremely low to the ground. So as it runs, its feet kind of like sway out to the sides and scuttles across the ground. Beautiful. And it has a card I'll give you guys later for its stats and everything. 
All right. Then I'll... Uh... And it's large. So, like, the two of you sit on it, and you, you, you both can easily fit in the saddle by itself. All right. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll bring it over to Yola and be like, look what I got you. <laughs> <laughs> My new friend. <laughs> Does it look friendly or like tired no. and hungry? No, it it looks like kind of ferocious. I want to go up to it and give it some of my root tea and see what it thinks. Pour it in a little bowl and establish like good good tidings immediately. Yeah, and there's like and definitely bombs. not use your spells that can do that for you. <laughs> no, I want it to be real, authentic, <laughs> <laughs> authentic friendship with this animal. Yeah, the bond begins. Yes, the bond begins. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Do you control him now? Uh, no, you guys are going to much like the horse. Like, if you guys want the horse to do something. Um, he can it, attack, though. It can attack, yeah. Uh, it'll get its own initiative, like, when you need to. Um, if you want it to do stuff, we're going to have to roll. Like, it'll be just like if you guys want to get over a building. Like, if you want it to do something, we'll figure it out together. Okay. Oh, I totally forgot. Didn't we have a bunch of Fennec stuff left over? His bag of holding? I don't know what's crap. in Yeah, I don't know what he had Not, either. The bag of holding is gone. Okay. There was the um, the cube of force. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Um, I think you took that already. The rest of his magic stuff was stuff he had made, and it fades away once he... Right, okay. Well, what's we the can... cube of force? Yeah, what does that do? You like press a button, and it stops things from entering the force field. Depending on which Remember button when you we, press. we fought the right. giant bird, yeah. the rock. Yeah, that's neat. I recommend you hold on to that one. All right. It's really cool. Uh, do, do, Let's say Azhag took it. Yeah, and then I'll probably end up giving it to Bean because I'm not close to anybody ever. So, But I'll hold on to it for now till he earns his... Yes. His, so where are you our trust. <laughs> So as you guys both exit the tent with the riding lizard and the new, you guys are all decked out in new gear, new animals. Um, and you're kind of sitting next to the oasis and it's getting later and later now. What would have been like around sunset, like early sunset, you're, it's now like probably 10 or 11 at night. The ground is beginning to get much colder than it was, except for Bean, because he's wearing the dragon scale mail. <laughs> but even he might be getting a little, his legs might be getting chilly. Can I borrow your old cloak? <laughs> Me? Sure. For like a blanket. Yeah, you can have my cloak. Yay. Hand me down. I guess we're, we're all at the tent or at the cart again, which is in the oasis. Yeah, you guys brought, you had brought it back and put it with the other carts. The other carts, yeah. The horse too. What's kind of the tent? What's going on with everybody else? They kind of settling down for the night. Candles going out, or yeah, and there's like some people stay next to the oasis and next to like little fires that they set. Um, you can tell people are just kind of relaxing, much like if you were camping. You know, people might start eating dinner now because all the chores are done. Animals are starting to go to sleep around you. Things of that sort. I look at the Drake and I'm like, mm, maybe it's time to try out this new crossbow. <laughs> I think that would cause undue attention. <laughs> Enough distraction for you to get the slave out. That's true. We but also need we to get that us. key. Were there other yeah. animals? We got them all, right? Uh, there, there were two more. Yeah, there were a couple more. 
there, there was, was a mimic. <laughs> there was a mimic and the bunny with the unicorn. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a mirage. It's like a, what are those things called? In in real life, jackalope <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but without antlers, it's got the unicorn. Ah, okay. I saw and that that guy had a key, so we gotta get that <laughs> for the slave. Well, for the animals, because they're probably uh, locked up. They're definitely locked up. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, what's the priority? Your priority seems to be the animal. The <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> I have a list, and they're all on the list. <laughs> the animals and the person who doesn't want to be in her position, and she can join our posse. But then we'd have to feed another person for all this journeying. You also have a lot of animal mouths you now need to feed. Oh, It's not a worry. I have all these beetles. <laughs> <laughs> Good berries, baby. Um, is there anything that we didn't check out yet uh there's the camels up top with like the camel guy who's like taming camels right that's about it yeah yes i mean unless we're gonna do some live action i think we can move on our way live action (laughs) yeah you know normal standard swashbuckling goblin Uh, style oh okay (laughs) uh let's go Let's at least go try to, like, talk to her again on our way out. Are you okay with with that? With the leader there? Well, aren't they... She probably has her own sleeping quarters or something. Sure, I haven't met her yet. Let's go. All right. So you guys go over to the main tent. The leader's tent. And you can see, like, the lights have been turning down... um, these big pillows on the stage that that is like their sleeping quarters. They don't separate living space and kind of workspace because they're always on the move. Oh, okay. um, the her like kind of slave girl worker is on this couch now, kind of getting ready for bed. Um, I guess if we're outside of the tent, we could make like animal noises <laughs> to get her attention. Like a caca. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so you go caca outside the tent. And, yeah. Um. As you do that, you hear um, the leader kind of yell down and be like, "Keep it down out there! Don't you know it's time for bed?" <laughs> I do it again. And you can see, like, she's getting angrier and angrier, and she's like, "Keep the racket down." Hmm. No, I mean that's all I know to do is do it again until the I'm I'm betting that she'll like send somebody out, so I'm gonna do it again. And as you do that again, you hear rustling, and you hear like the stage kind of creak, and the blankets that were wrapped around her, you hear like ruffling, and you hear her just be like, "If you guys don't stop, I'm coming out." Oh, well, darn. <laughs> when I hear that, I'll scurry around to the back of the tent. Okay. So you and go to the back? 
assume the Yola would keep doing it. Yeah, uh, go again. I'll tell, I'll tell Yola. Kaka. I'll go front and back, yeah. Kaka, kaka, kaka. I'm going to make all the, the noise. <laughs> all the noises. All right. Um, and as you're doing that, I, you can do something real quick? Of course. Bean reaches down, kind of grabs Yola, puts his finger on his mouth, and moves back to the corner of the tent, and I cast Pass Without Trace. On um, Azhag? On all three of us, because we're all within about 30 feet of each other. So we all have a plus 10 to our stealth checks. Okay. Okay. Because I'm planning when she comes out, I'm going to, like, run away. Okay. So as you hear, like, the rustling of the blankets, and you hear um, kind of thumps as it's coming down, and as she opens up the blank, like, the curtain, you see that she wasn't a woman at all, but, like... um, uh, a lam- lamia it's uh, like a centaur but with a lion's body and she's holding two swords and she said I warned you and as she comes out she like rips through the curtain with the swords and uh, is being very aggressive Can I she um see me I mean if you're standing right there in front of the curtain for sure <laughs> well we're, we're just around the corner looking at it kind of in the shadows of the tent Except that Yola had been making like noises to attract her. Yeah, but then I moved her out of the way after she did that last ruckus. You moved her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. Then I will move you on the map. I uh I'm gonna stealth but go into the the underneath the backside. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll stealth. And I rolled a 25. Yeah, you're stealthy. Alright. You can also move invisibly because like all the lights are starting to go dark. Inside as well? Yeah, because like everyone was starting to go to bed so like the lights were very dim. Oh, okay. Um, Then yes, I am am the knight. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I'll talk to the... And I think with your new cloak, you you get uh, invisibility even in dim light, not just Mm -hmm. pure blackness now. So dark. Uh, so I'll talk to the slave and be like, hey, you want to get out of here? And she just like nods her head fervently and like holds up a chain that goes around her neck. Is there a lock on any of it? Yeah, like near the neck part. It'd be like one of those claspy. Yeah. So now I'll roll to uh, lock pick. Okay. Which is what? There is I have these, these tools. tools and I have then, those. Sorry, let me bring up your sheet. Uh, sleight of hand? Yeah, we'll do sleight of hand. I thought there was a lock picking. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, nine. No, so like nine doesn't do it. You're like fervently, and the chains start like kind of banging around a little bit. What's it attached to? The stage. What's the stage made out of? Wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I couldn't. Yeah, that would take way too long. I guess. Do I just try again? I don't, I don't think. You? Yeah. Yeah, we'll say you can try again. I want my other die. This one's blowing bad. <laughs> Get out. And here. as as you're like fiddling 19. with it, yeah, as you're fiddling, you pop it, and right when you pop it, the Lamia comes back in. And she's furious. And she's like, you, stop! And then she charges you, and I need you all to roll initiative. Ugh. 11. 
15. Worth it. Oh, no, 13. 13? Eight, 18. Okay. And uh, Zach, you had 15? 11. 11. And Dan, 13? I believe that's what he said. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah. going to go me, Dan, uh, Zach, Yola. Okay. Coming to save you. Doing my crazy idea. Yeah, so right when she comes up, she comes up with her sword and uh, first one of her giant lion paws takes a claw strike. And 15, Dan, does that 15 hit you? Uh, No. Okay, and, and the claw misses and then she goes in with her sword and she gets a natural 20. Freaking dope. But don't worry, the sword is actually not that bad. So you only take five. Okay. Okay. Then's your turn. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I yell to the slave to run outside. Okay. Um, and then she, like, I scurries uh, underneath the curtain. Is there like an opening from where she came in, the lion lady? Yeah, she came right through the main the main door. But it's like still open. And she's it's like, just like a loose cloth. Right? So it doesn't okay. really close. So I will um, grab my cloak and turn into a bat. <laughs> okay. Do you have and that? Do you have that uh, creature stats up? I don't think there are. They. I just get. I retain my intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Right, and you would get their dexterity, strength. Yeah. So I have two strength. Yeah. Fifteen <laughs> dex. You're definitely small. Um, you're not like a giant bat. Like you're just a. Yeah. Yeah. And I can fly. And bite. 30 feet. <laughs> okay, so you'd end up kind of like right next to this door. Okay, it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, you're like right at the door. But I'm going to use my full action, so I'll sprint. Okay, where do you want to go? Outside. Yep. And then over by Bean. Okay. And then I'm going to yell to, I'm going to pop out a bat. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yell at them and be like, the slave uh, ran under the, the backside. Yeah, they can see. Yeah, they can see because it's right next, like behind them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, this lady's crazy. And uh, and then I'm, yeah, and then it's actually. Okay. Do you want to make a, yeah, can we make a run for it or we're engaged now? You're definitely engaged, but I believe it's Zach's turn, right? Zach went after Dan? Yeah. So now it's your turn. What do you want to do? Bean looks at those two and just be like, stay low. You're in it's harder for her to find us right now. So stay low. And then I, we're so short. We have no choice. (laughs) (laughs) Can do. I wild shape into a polar bear and, um, charge in to attack. Polar bear has a multi attack. Yep. Bite. And so I'm going to go to bite. That's a crit. That's a one. For the first attack. Okay, it doesn't, doesn't hit. Starting off good. <laughs> and then uh, a 25 for the claws. Okay, that one hits. Uh, for 12 damage. Okay. Yolda? Yeah, I'm going to... Well, how far? Let me see. How far away is Bean? He's like right next to her at this point. Mm-hmm. And a giant polar bear. I'm going to run to where I'm on the other side of you. So I can do... If I can make it... I can't really see the squares, like how far Don't distance worry. that how, is. How far can you move? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Um, 
Uh, isn't it like 30 feet? Yeah, 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, you could definitely scoot in. I just don't want to be near Bean. Because um, I have my... I want to try to do Shatter. Which okay. is about 10 foot range. Of you? Let's get her, yeah. Okay. So but I don't have to be the center. 5, okay. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 movement, yeah. So now you could do it around you and it would hit this. Yeah, you'd be Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's what I want to do, and it's, um, I don't think I have to, I think it's just a one-off spell. Yeah, is it wisdom saving, or? Uh, constitution, 13. 22. Um, so you beat it, so you take half, right? yep. Um, so if I have 23, which way do you divide that? We'll go 12. Okay. All right, and then it's her turn now, and having, you having hit with magic she's like how dare you come in and do, to my domain and try to steal my property and goes in with the claw attack uh 14 probably a miss miss and then 22 hits and you take five damage all right uh as hag uh um i'm gonna like kind of sneak into that corner but behind where those benches are yep. and like kind of sneak but like not fully in the tent just like on like i'll be like laying down kind of okay so you'll be beneath the benches though yeah are they tall enough for me to shoot from underneath them? no like is there you'd be like are you gonna be like half in half out laying underneath the bench yeah okay i was gonna be like laying down on my stomach but can i shoot from there sure but it's you... like what's the bench look like it's just like, like a wooden a space. Yeah, it's like a wooden bench with like opening underneath. Okay. Yes, I'll do that. Okay. Um, and I'll shoot with my new crossbow, <laughs> sharpshooter, as always. Uh, let me see. Uh, two twenty twos. After your minus. Yeah. Okay, that hits. A thirteen and a twenty the two other ones cool does a 13 hit oh i thought it was two 22s yeah I, I attacked four times my first turn oh geez okay wait so it's 22 22 13 and, and 20 yeah they all hit uh 62 cool all right zach is that bean's turn now no yolo's first right no bean, bean, I thought it was bean. yeah yeah bean, bean. then yolo uh being the bear. Yeah, Polar Bean is going to raise up and uh, <laughs> try to bite and scratch her again. Uh, 26 for the bite mm -hmm. for 6 damage. Okay. Then the claws 27. Mm -hmm. Well, I rolled a 20 plus 7. So. Yep. Oh, natural 20? Yeah. Nice. 24. Okay. Yola, as you see, the Lamaya very hurt. What is your last move going to do? Um, so she's very hurt. I'm going to do a wielder to finish her off and then um, also with Fury of the Small. So I'm going to try to hit her. Um, she's probably standing, isn't she? She is like centaur. Yeah, with a lion's so body, much taller than you guys. So I'm basically attacking her leg. Yeah, kind of. 
Okay. But Adil wield her leg with mm-hmm. 21 and 9 to hit. Sorry, first one hits? Um, okay, so that's 7 damage. And I also want to do... Um, Fury of the Small? Yeah, Fury of the Small to add... That actually adds 6 damage on top of it. Yeah. So as you spin around with your swords, you chop the leg off. And as she falls, you strike the heart. And it nice. kind of slides off your sword dead on the floor next to the stage. Okay. What, what do you guys do now? Open uh, the chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could take, yeah, let's take some of the money to give to right, the person so, we're rescuing. Yes, that's the point for opening them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys find, let's say, like 3,000 gold amongst all of the all of the chests. Wow, they were oh. poor. <laughs> yeah, you guys were definitely like the first people to have like seen them to have seen in a while. Mm. So do we scoot? Yeah, let's scoot. I'm um, in the scoot camp. And you guys, as you exit the tent, you can Wait, see like heads popping like- out. Zach was of- saying something. Oh. I want to hear this part. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, okay. just like as you guys like rush out, the the slave is kind of off to the back corner, and you see like people's heads like popping out through the tents, but no one is like coming at you. I head into the animal tent <laughs> in bear form. Okay, and as you come in, he's like, "I never thought I'd see one of these in the desert," and starts looking for his ropes. <laughs> I just <sighs> raise up on my back legs and just growl as loud as I can right in his face. Yeah, and as you do, he takes a lasso and just flings it around your neck. Do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it'd be the bear's dexterity, wouldn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. All right, and you, you kind of dodge as the rope lands at the feet. All right, I go to... Um, try to figure out, He doesn't want to hurt the animal. He just wants to get the key. Where's the key at? Was like on his belt. He's okay. like... Um, could I multi-attack for the belt? You could multi-attack him. I don't think a bear would be dexterous, like dexterous enough to be able to like go yeah, in. It's only it's only a ten without rolling. Yeah, I don't think you could like go in and grab the keys in a bear form. Okay. Um, no thumb, you know. With your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm. <laughs> this could be really bad. The goal is not to hurt him that bad, but to swat. And try to like catch the belt or the key. Now I get what you're trying them. to do. Yeah, <laughs> you are a polar then, bear. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going after you? huh? Look, we got like I we could come over as well at this point too. So I'll say that I'll I'll go get, secure the slave until you and they want to go. Yeah, help. I'm gonna go run. swipe at the cages and throw the cages at him. Yeah, sure. So okay. do an attack, like a normal attack. There's a roll. bunch of cages without stuff in it. Yeah, add your strength modifier. 23. Cool, that hits. Now do, uh, let's do 2d4. For he's like dead. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Four. Okay. Oh, no. So as you hit him, he uh, gets underneath the table and pulls up a longbow and then shoots an arrow at you. Okay. I can hear the commotion, and so I'm running. Seventeen. Does that hit the bear? It does. Okay, and then uh, six damage. Okay. 
Very cool. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not happy about that. And if this is how he was treating me as polar bean, he's probably treated other animals similar ways. So I'm just going to full out attack him. Okay. All right. So for bite, uh, 14. Uh, 14 hits. Okay. That's for uh, seven damage. And then with that was a bite. And yep. with the claws, uh, 19. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Yeah. So you you kill this man. All right. Then I come out of, <laughs> come out of bear form. Okay. And I get the key and let out the um. What was the rabbit unicorn called? The Almirage. Okay. I let that out. I open the cage for the mimic. Uh huh. Don't don't touch it or reach in or. Yeah. Nothing happens. Just kind of sits. As a little chest in the box in the cage. Was there anything? Was there anything else? No, you guys bought everything else. Okay, and then I walk out and like look for the other two. Yeah, I'm at the door. I've got the rabbit in my hand. I'm, I can't remember what you called it. <laughs> the Almirage. Almirage. Oh, are you back in a bean form? Yeah, he's yeah. In bean form. Do you have like? Is this like a Hulk situation where all his clothes get ripped off? No. Is he... They like get absorbed into. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. <laughs> but no, I'm not damaged or anything. I'm just like, don't, don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hand the bunny Almirage to Yola. Okay, how to cut? Let's go check up on uh, Azhag then and get out of here. What was the other thing besides the bunny? Is a treasure chest in a cage. So I never actually checked to see if it was a mimic. I just assumed yeah. it was a mimic. It's a safe assumption. So we have that now? No, like he a... just left that in the cage. Oh. <laughs> Which is probably Yeah, it's probably pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I let out. it out. I opened the cage. I just didn't. So are you guys it. getting up and getting ready to leave? Yeah, we're going yeah, to try I to head back to Azhek. So you, I'll say like Bean goes and grabs the cart. And the riding lizard attaches the cart to the riding lizard, brings it back to the backside of the oasis and meets up with Azhag and Yola and the slave who kind of went north of the oasis. And that's where we'll end today's session. We role played. You did. did. And we got to kill some stuff. Even the, the, the guy who's just selling animals. <laughs> hey, you're lucky I didn't go over and kill the shopkeep and steal all his stuff too. <laughs> I mean... I've I've got I've got uh, stats for the Dragon Slayer. So you, for what the Dragon Slayer? That's oh, that's what he, his name is. Well, that's what he was. Yeah, but I mean, like now I have his crossbow. So I, I believe know. you are now the Dragon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All Hold right, on, I gotta kill this Drake real quick so I can be known. Thank you, everyone, for coming and listening or watching. Um, we hope you enjoy this like smaller, kind of more roleplay heavy episode. We are going to end the episode with um, a counter and kind of moment of silence for George Floyd. Uh, hope you all have an all right weekend.
Thanks for listening to Dungeons & Designers. Again, I'm your DM, Will Churin, playing with my brother Daniel Churin and my friends Courtney Leach and Zach Wilkinson. Our music was created by Corey Burquist. The logo animation was done by Tim Bazarath, and this episode was edited by Adriana Petrus. <laughs>